Hello, the World Wide Website, you saucy minx. It's us, Hack the Dino, <laughs> here for episode 65. I'm Ben Rosenthal, and sitting next to me is Mr. Dan McGuinness. Hello. And over there in the slave chamber is Brayden. Hello. That's his voice. You'll see more of him later than just his voice. More than you want to. Anyway. <laughs> more than I signed up for. We're recording this on March the 1st, 2019. Mm. A day that just so happens to coincide with the 22nd anniversary of the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. Happy that birthday. That is why you can see here, for the podcast listeners, not so much, but for those on YouTube, you can see here the Nintendo 64 setup we have from my own little private collection. I only bought a couple of things, but man, there's some good stuff there. And for the people who want to get fickle with us, it's the AU. Is that a Will e- Smith? An EU. Um, Pow. The Power Power. The Power the pow one. We don't need people telling us. Anyway, we're going to talk about that more. Uh, We also, I mentioned before, are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can see us there at youtube.com backslash hackthedino or hackthedinogaming we're using just to try and trick people into (laughs) watching more of our content. Yes. Uh, Also over on Twitch where Dan streams when the internet's working, which will be very soon. Which will be one day. One day it will. Surely Australian internet's great. Uh, You can also catch us on all your podcast apps such as SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Wibble and Jibble and uh, Ro- Rosie the and Gurus, Bloku and Hoodoo uh, Gurus. <laughs> and finally, uh, tonight's episode sixty-five is sponsored by Greenlight Comics and King Kaiju Collectibles. But we'll talk more about them later. But first, Dan, what have you been playing this fortnight as you scull your drink? Um, I've got, so once again, I've been doing a bit of gaming, and um, oh, I, really, first up, wow, what Who I would have thought. You don't know. You. On a ga- gaming. That we host a gaming like site. I know. I mean, uh, What's going on? So I've been playing Metro Exodus. Um, I'm a massive fan of the Metro series. Ooh, how many How many Metro series number things are there? This is the third one. So you had Metro, Metro 2, and these are based on... So the Metro is based on a, uh, a novel series. Okay. Called Metro... Um, I forgot the year now. Did 2033. 2033? 2034 and 2035 is the latest. Yeah. There you go. And, um, yeah, and so, uh, basically, it is, um, I love this game. I love it so much for many, many different reasons. It's, um, it's kind of like what you wish Fallout was, is, is like, should be. Yeah. The new Fallout. Um, it's post apocalyptic. Oh, I know. It's post apocalyptic in Russia. Um, you play a guy named, um, what's his name? Artyom. And you, it's basically survival. You're in this one so far that I've done, you're going across, uh, uh, Russia in a train and trying to get the train across and it gets blocked and you have to stop and do stuff. Um, it's not 100%. Oh, they're eating that dude. It's not 100% open world. Um, it's like you kind of go to big areas and you do the areas and then move on, which is what I really like because I get overwhelmed with, with giant open world things. But um, some of the things I do I want to talk about this game which sets it apart from everything else is number one is the... Um, it the, looks phenomenal. The graphics. Yeah. Um, it gra- looks amazing. And that Uncanny Valley isn't there with the uh, NPCs. So we can see... Oh, we saw just there. Um, yeah. Like They look... They, they've got that balance of Uncanny Valley and cartoonish character just right. So you're not yeah. freaked out by how human they look. No, um, they're good. They're, yeah, and all the dialogue, all the voice acting is great. Uh, even if it is, does have Russian accents on it. Um, bad Russian accents. Yeah. But Very some bad. of the things I noticed, it has a weather cycle kind of thing, a random weather cycle. And when it rains, it actually 
rains. Mm. Like it starts to rain, the ground starts getting wet, and then it starts to get more and more heavier, and and then to the point where there's like misting. You know, when right, water's hitting something so hard and stuff. And um, Ooh, just ignore that bit on the left there. That, that little glitchy guy on the <laughs> roof. Um, yeah, so it's it, phenomenal graphics. Um, the other thing is uh, it's got a three-point gun, a three-gun system, so you can only have three guns at a time. And there's four types of guns. You've got pistols, shotguns, machine guns, and air rifle thingies. Um, and you don't change weapons. What you do is you just have your base gun, and you, as you find a weapon, you pull off like you know a better muzzle or stuff like that. Um, so you upgrade so, your gun. Yeah, and you, but you can things. only choose it. So you're just like, you know, if you're running low on shotgun shields, leave your shotgun at home at your workbench and take your, you know, your 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 handgun, and then put a big put a bigger uh, stock on it on your handgun, and you can basically make guns. It's so good and it's very simple, very easy item management. Um, the other thing is that's really cool about it is everything you do is there's no cutscenes. Everything you do is through the eyes of your character. But you do everything. So if you have to open a door, your character will grab the door and open it. If you have to put a key in a door, your character will put a key in a door. If you have to look at your map, you probably saw it up before, you mm-hmm. actually pull your map out and look at it. And there's no like pausing the game the or anything. The thing that I really loved, and you showed us this uh, when we were playing it just last week, uh, with when you put on your gas mask yeah. and uh, you shoot someone or there's rain and you, you use your hand to wipe the visor clean. Yeah, and actually at the more you get hit... Um, you can oh, see there you go. Wow. Ga- you can see my gas mask has been hit here. Yeah. And it, um, you actually, when you do, when you wipe the visor, when your, uh, your, your mask is hit, you actually put a little Band-Aid on the mask. Like just That's as cool. A, um, we should be about to see it here. Yeah, 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 it should happen at some stage. Um, the other thing is the enemy AI in this is bonkers. I um, was walking along in one bit and I found like a little uh, petrol station that was abandoned and some dudes had shacked up in it. Yep. And now um, there's a lot of sneaking as well, so you can sneak up and you know do stealth attacks, and they don't hear you, and it works really well. And so these guys eventually saw me, and I jumped up onto the roof of the um, the petrol station, and they ran out, and they're like, it, they looked, they looked up, they saw me, go, he's on the roof. He actually said it like, and then they ran behind a thing, and then I ducked behind the sandbags, and he goes, he's down there, he's just ducked behind the sandbags. That's like, cool. They were basically <laughs> telling, oh, we missed the thing, I've been putting the bandaid on. No, I saw it. Ah. Yeah, so there's fire. There's all animals. That, so you fight people, you fight monsters. There's animals that, like, you can burn, like, big cobwebs away. And there's spiders that hate light. And you, it's just a great game. It's everything. For, and the exploration feels like you're finding stuff. And they, and every kind of mi- place you find is, like, its own little mission. You don't have to do. And, like, there'll be bits in that that you can only... Little bits you can only kind of do once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that kind of thing will happen. It's just... a and it's always been good. All three of these games have been the best. I yeah. mean, from what I've seen of it as well, if you can think of doing something, you can probably do it. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of? Yeah, yeah. Like, Within reason. Like, yeah. is it sort of like a Breath of the Wild type thing where I need to cross that river, I'll chop down this tree, it'll fall over the river and I can climb across it. Look at him here. So, wiring in a thing, that's the thing that charges your light and you wire into the thing to bring stuff up online and stuff. Everything is good in this game. Like... It looks great. And so you, you, your gas mask gets, um, you know. And what version is this that we're seeing on the screen? This is the uh, PC version. Okay, so yeah, it's gonna look, it's gonna look top notch anyway. Whoop! Yeah, he ain't waking up. Yeah, every time you, you can see there, you get, uh, you get simple chemicals. So you get chemicals, or and you, you've actually when you want to craft, you've got a backpack on, and when you want to craft, you actually take the backpack physically off and open it. So everything you do, you're doing. Yeah, nice. And uh, it's just, it's a great game. Anyway, and you can 10 have ten out of ten for me. 
English dialogue as well as uh, Russian, I believe. Oh, I thought he was going to junk punch him. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are quite terrifying. There's all sorts of different ones as well. And I remember one gave us a jump scare. Oh, oh yeah. No. He came, he grabbed, <laughs> they, there's all these like kind of animations that they do, like, all these different animations if stuff gets too close to you. So, yeah, and you can do all Like you were walking through a door and you went, oh, what's in here? And he just went, hey there. Yeah, he was just actually behind the door and, and like made Braden, Braden cry now. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, this game. So, yeah, Fallout Exodus. You don't have to. Have Fallout. Um, oh dear. Well, it should have been. Uh, Metro <laughs> Exodus. You don't have to have played the other ones, but like it's cool if you do. Kind okay. Of thing. Um, and how does it compare to Resident Evil 2? Because that was your other 10 of the 10 game uh, that a, you've given. It, it's a 100% different kind of vibe. This one is like, it just feels like that if you don't know what you're doing, all you have to do is sit down and think about it for a couple of seconds and go like, okay, I'll go over there, I'll do that, this and that. And, you know, there's no markers there's, uh, you do have a map that has markers on it, but you can never, like, you know, put your mouse over it and see what stuff is or anything like that. To put markers on your map, you physically have to get binoculars in a high place and look at stuff, and that's how you put a marker on your map. Okay. And, yeah, uh, night cycle, so night has different monsters to daytime and stuff like that. So you, you're like, well, I can go, I can do it because you can sleep. I can do it at night or I can do it in day. At night, there's, you know, heaps of monsters. In daytime, there's heaps of bandits and raiders and stuff like that. Like, it's just cool. Okay, and if you had to pick a game of the year so far, this or Resident Evil 2? I reckon this is better. Yeah? Um, it's only because I play... Re- like Resident Evil is just Resident Evil 2. It's just yep. a chronically good version. You see he took his gas mask off there. Yep. Oh, what else have you been playing? Um, I've also, Obviously, I've got Jump Force, and so I've been trying to get a little bit deeper into Jump Force. Yep. Um, it took me a long time to... Oh, what's going on here? That's Goku Black. Really? I don't even know if he's really in it. Called Cell. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this may be a, uh, a modded video a, a that I, cho- I chose on purpose. Oh, look, Goku Ultra Instinct has rocked yeah, up. Yeah, I, I don't think this is real. Dan? Shh. Anyway, it looks cool. Um, so I have been um, getting a bit more into Jump Force. As, as a fighting game, it's great. I have a couple of problems with it. Number one, when you're powering up and doing things, you can't see your enemy sometimes. They're behind, they're they're like your player blocks your vision of them, so you can't go. Oh, they're close to me or far away from me because you need to know how far away they are to do to to do certain moves and stuff. Look at what's going on here. <laughs> Ridiculous Naruto thing. Um, I found that was a little bit annoying. That like sometimes your character blocks the vision. Um and. But overall, it, I'm finding it as a, a quite a cool, very thought out fighting game. The story is absolute rubbo. <laughs> <laughs> like, it took me so long to even find the storyline. Yeah, I remember. Um, basically, it's because I accidentally turned off the in game map. <laughs> the it, HUD? It, it's a button in the HUD of the map. And so I didn't know where to go. So I thought it was just you just walked around and fought people. Um, but yeah, eventually I got that. But even when I found that, it's not worth it. <laughs> Like, because you start with everything you need. Yeah. Like, so you start with all the characters. Like, the uh, issue we found last time was that they just went, oh, we'll go back and talk to Naruto and Luffy. Yeah, yeah we've already found them. The, the story. Surely half of the fun would be how you come across these guys and their first meeting and their first acquaintance and a misunderstanding oh. coming into a fight. That's, that's the kind it's, of thing I'd look for in a story. It's non-existent. You can burp out the story, <laughs> eh? Like, this is nothing. But yeah. Anyhow, I was right. by that. So it was fun. It's fun. But as a fighting game, as a couch fighter, it's great. Cool. Couch Fighter. There's a fighting title we need. Couch Fighter. Uh, so I've been playing a couple of things. First thing I've been playing is not this, Braden. Uh, but <laughs> okay, cool. Jumped back into uh, Fortnite. 
So Season 7 wound up. I did that because uh, Epic Games announced that if you completed 13 of 15 tasks that they gave you, uh, you got a free battle pass. Yep. And I'm I'm a fan of free things. So uh, yeah, jumped in there and completed the task, ready for Season 8. Um, and they've added a heap of cool stuff now. What I really love about Fortnite is the meta game, like the meta storyline that goes on. Not game, meta storyline uh, that goes behind the scenes. How do they do it? Because I don't play Fortnite. How do they... How is there a storyline in there? So the map's constantly changing. Uh, yeah, like I've every seen that in like, like I, I, I watch the trailers. Yeah, <laughs> so and we'll see that in a minute. But um, in a minute, uh, <laughs> jumping the gun, Braden. No, he loves it. Uh, so they add new things. So this uh, uh, season dealt with snow and ice because it came in December, uh, and you had uh, the Ice King come and he made the whole Fortnite map be covered in snow. I thought that was Father Christmas. No. Oh. So that was an iceberg that crashed in, and then the this ice king came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. The snow so that, king. That sorry. snow area wasn't in it when Fortnite first started. No, 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 no. Nice. Uh, and then, uh, as the snow began to melt, it revealed a prisoner in the castle that the snow king was under, and he escaped. And it turns out he's like a fire god. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, then he went over to the, yeah the opposite side of the map and yep. started regained his powers. So you never see this in game. It's told through cutscenes and and through different locations. Um and the uh the wood area, I forget the name of it now. The pirates? No. Wait. Am I jump in the, the gun? gun? I didn't know that. Jump in the gun. Uh so that started to uh rumble when you walked over it and it was becoming more and more burnt. So people were thinking fire tornado or something. It was revealed uh today when it launched that it was actually a volcano erupting underneath the woods. So now this huge volcano has erupted, as well as pirates arriving. Uh, Braden, if you want to roll the trailer. <laughs> hey. Here we no, go. No, trailer size. Oh, beautiful. I'm in trailer size. Uh, so we can see here, There's a that's the uh, volcano that's just erupted, and this is the brand new pirate. Ah, oh, so they're new, the pirates. New pirates, that's the main theme. So we've got a beach setting now. Can't wait till they bring ninjas into Love these fishmen. Yeah, they were there. So this is the Ice King I was talking about before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he froze the place. Man, he looks like a Diablo character. I think it was done on purpose. They've got one uh, one of the skins in this season. I looked ahead of the season pass. They've got a character that looks very much from um, StarCraft. Oh, yeah, nice. So they're just genre genre mashing like that. Ba- basically. Like that board game. Um, and key, speaking key of forge. genre mashing, one of the things I really like, oh, that was the prisoner, by the way, uh, <laughs> is they've got drift boards, which are basically hoverboards now. So you jump on this hoverboard and you can just skirt around shooting people or doing tricks. You can jump off buildings and you don't take any fall damage. So you can do flips in the air as you're coming down off the highest peak and land. And if you stuff up, it just goes... And uh, all your score gets cancelled. Yeah, nice. So it's really, really cool. Before I came here, I was playing it. I played three games. I came second in twice. So I've, I've not won one yet. Uh, ever. Ever. But I've got two in a row. So I'm hoping this season, because I'm because I've got the free pass, I'm going to give it a red hot go this, this two and a half months and see how I go. Uh, and recently, I think last week... Our, uh, one of our award winners from last year uh, was released in Australia. Best new Nintendo IP, uh-huh. Dragalia Lost, came to mobile devices in the Australia region. Is this a tappy hurdy one? Like- yeah, oh, it's very much a tappy game. Uh, so yeah, I played probably an hour of this or so. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty basic. <laughs> it's pretty rudimentary. The one thing that really um, Has it got really rid- put me off. So you can see uh, in the screen now they're like little chibi. Yeah, 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 figures. Then on the left, you can see the anime version where they're all rather oh, that, scantily that's clad. A class. And it switches between the two. So when the characters come in and talk to you, the uh, the scantily clad animations of them clearly not seven years old come in. 
and talk to you and they've got like their boobs hanging out everywhere and then it goes back to the game where all their chibis and they look like children and that's just really disturbing that's a that's just a japanese trope yeah it, i not a fan yeah, it's I've never really like, I've never liked Chibi as a concept. Really off-putting. Those toys, ne- like ne- be Chibi. Ne- no, you know, like ne- necroid, nenroids, ne- nenoids, something like that. Whatever they're called, I hate them. Chibi yeah. version. No, give me an action figure which has the right proportions. Well, like pop toys. Um, this guy. Yeah, like uh, see Chibi there, and they come in and and they're not Chibi, and they're fully realised in areas, and no, nah, didn't did not like re- it. Fully realised? Is that you come on, like? Is you a bit fully realised? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I've played an hour. It, it was all right. It's your typical, um, you know, you run out of time, pay money, get stuff. Nice. Type adventure. But it's made by Nintendo. Speaking of Nintendo, into the news. Uh, old news now, but we'll, we have to bring it up anyway. It was really uh, revealed last week that uh, Rigi Filame, the number one head honcho face of Nintendo over in Nintendo USA, is retiring. Ah, uh, he looks like a Goomba. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he really does. Oh wow, um, Reggie's awesome though. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. He came out uh, E3 2005. He came out and just told he was going to kick people's ass. And uh, do you reckon he? Um, because he got he would have got the job. Yep. And he just would have been like, okay. Well, he was the CEO like, of Domino's before like, this. They're like, or Pizza Hut. They're like, Reggie, you got this job. Like, and he's like, cool, cool. And he goes, and you have to be the face of Nintendo. And he's like, what? No, he he loved it. He, he was all it. over it. He loved it. Um, just a jolly good man. Just and very tall. He's like six foot six or something. He's a giant. He uh, looks big. He, he, yeah, just a friendly man, and he's retiring. You know, he's not fired. There was no controversy. He's legitimately just retiring. Yeah, go. Cool. And he's who, been who replaced. Took his, yeah, who took his place? Who's took his place? A gentleman by the name of Doug Bowser. Make That's that, right. Make that bigger, Braden. Doug Bowser is now running Nintendo. I don't know if you can see this. Is Doug yeah, Bowser what, here saying thank you for the warm welcome? If you that? can see, top left hand corner there. What's that? That's Mario and Luigi tied up. <laughs> So this is our new face of Nintendo, Bowser. Bowser's in charge. Running the show. I already like the cut of his jib. You can see that Reggie's is looking over his shoulder there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Also revealed last week, heavily rumoured, but pretty much going to happen, Xbox Live is coming to Switch. Oh, yep. Uh, So the Xbox Game Pass, I should say, not Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass is coming to Switch. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is... That's so weird. Not really. It kind of makes sense. But the Games Pass is you pay, I think it's $10 US a month, and you have like a Netflix style of games that come in and out whenever you want to play it. So uh, Ori's on there. I think, um, what's the pirate game that we rag all the time? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is on there. That none of us have played? Yeah. I, no, I, I haven't ragged that. I really want to play it. Yeah, well, you might have the chance. I saw a bit. I saw Hex playing it on, on her thing. She's like, the only person I've seen playing it. And the sharks just came up. Yeah, like huge shot, and it's a megalodon, killed, and she killed it at that exact point as it was coming up next to her, and it just sunk down. Yeah. Then she jumped in the water and watched it sing. I'm like, this is wicked. Yeah, yeah, you have the kraken as well. Right. I've seen footage of when uh, you get the random kraken event coming in with the random megalodon event. Uh, oh, oh dear. Do, yeah. they, do they attack each other? I can't remember because that would be cool. Uh, but yeah, basically, from what I'm seeing, is Xbox get a handheld console out of it, yeah, and also get their games penetrated into Japan, which they've had a lot of trouble doing because Xbox Pen- hasn't been able to oh, get into... Wow. Pen- Don't sneak around. <laughs> How old are you? But, no, know. but legitimately, that's interesting. Old enough to have a moustache. Yeah, so, uh, obviously, the Switch gets all these games and a whole brand new uh, clientele base. And, you know, I've said before that Nintendo are quite happy being the second right, so, console. Uh, are Xbox games going to be on the Switch? 
the ones that in do X- work. Yeah, no, no. Well, all right, yes, but uh, the Xbox. Uh, X- oh, I Online. forgot the name of it. Yeah, the the next box. Okay, cool. Next box flicks. Uh, but yeah, so Nintendo's happy being that second company, that second console. So you either have a PlayStation and a Switch or an Xbox and a Switch. All right, let's, let's move on. So what they have, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a good business plan. Very, everyone's very excited. Good on them. Uh, Outer Worlds has a possible release date leaked of August 6th. Now, these are the guys that originally made Fallout. Uh, they revealed at E3, I believe, last year. Yeah, uh, it, just, uh, it looks hilarious. It looks it just, amazing. It just looks like Fallout. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Good. Fallout by the original Fallout creators. Uh, it was it was funny. That was the one where you, you had to choose your faction. It was uh, two people arguing against each other. And you're standing there with a gun and says, oh, you got to choose one of the faction. And you shoot one of them. And then the other person just sort of looks at you and the uh, the narrator goes, oh, okay, you could have just told them you were going with them, not shoot them. And then the person who you, who you yeah. chose, so who didn't die, they just vomit in front of you out of stress. So it's got that lighthearted humor to it that uh, I think's t- been... Bit of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's been missing from Fallout games the past couple of times, I feel. Resident Evil 0, 1, and 4 are coming to the Switch on May 21 in a digital-only form. Dan, you're a big Resident Evil fan. Yes. What do you think about this? Um, this, this is that the Mona Lisa there? What? It's all right. It does look pretty Mona Lisa. It's um, the door yeah, in Harry Potter. I mean, there's a whole. You've got to remember the Switch people. Like, Switch is a very new um, console. It's kind two of, years old. Yeah, but like, there's a lot of younger, newer players come on, and a lot of these people haven't played Resident Evil. That's true. And they get the opportunity now to play these older, like Zeros, and Zeros are uh, pretty thought out. That looks game. really good. Yeah, that looks really good. I don't know if that's going to be the. Ver- is this from PS3? Um, I can't remember. Okay, let's but, say it is. It looks good. Hopefully the Switch version but, looks like um, that. And what's the other one? Uh, Resident Evil 1. Um, uh, which would be the GameCube port that they had, which was really cool. Yeah, and 4. Um, which and is four, a classic game. 4 is great. And let's, uh, They do need to do a couple of things with 4 to help it. Nothing will ever beat, as Ross always says, the control system for 4 on the Wii. Yeah. He reckons that's the best like control system he's ever yeah. had for like nearly any game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm excited. I, I, I'm I'm glad that Resident Evil is getting pushed towards a, a younger generation of Bradens. Hey. <laughs> uh, speaking of Bradens, well, my voice just cracked there. Maybe I'm the younger generation. Uh, PlayStation Five won't be released until April 2021 or March 2022, according to some industry. Analysts. So these are guys whose their job is to guess? Yep. Professional guesses. And you can see on the screen here, here, exclusive footage of the PlayStation 5 (laughs) revealed here first on Hack the Dino. (laughs) It might be. Come at us, clickbait. Um, (laughs) This is just an artist rendition on the screen of what people think the PlayStation 5 will look like. Looks like a bloody... uh, Looks like a a waffle maker. That one did, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that Sandwich press. This might be it. I like the glowing uh, logo. Yeah, why not? You're easily pleased. True. You know what will be pleasing? 12 teraflops of power. (laughs) I hate that name so much. (laughs) Something that won't give you teraflops is Persona 5S coming to Switch. Give you a terra hard. (laughs) It's it's almost guaranteed that Persona 5 is coming over to the Switch, which was all pretty much a given, considering Joker's coming on Smash very, very soon. This month, maybe. Uh... I've started playing this game on the PlayStation 4. I'm probably we should probably skip ahead no, here. No, I, I chose this bit on purpose because we always just show the fights, which are just like. Oh, so you want to show a, a yep, chi- a, Look at a that. child uh, well, jumping off a roof? This is how heavy it is. It's a heavy game. Everyone yeah. should know that. You're not going to come in and get sparkles and glitter. You get you get teen suicide and molestation. 
That's the right word. I um, just didn't not, say it right. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't say it right. Um, despite all that, Persona 5 is a really cool game, and you should all pick it up on Switch when it comes, hopefully by the end of May. Actually, no, it'll be confirmed by the end of May. The loading screen was pretty good. You know it. Johnny Cage is the latest person to be revealed in Mortal Kombat 11. Now, did you watch this reveal trailer? Because it I was did. freaking hilarious. There's a lot of fighting in this trailer. Do you reckon we can show it full screen? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, it's still a trailer. Yeah, yeah nah. it's still a trailer. We'll get flagged. But Johnny Cage, is, he's showing his grey again, which I'm assuming means Cassie Cage will show up. Uh, but he throws not only his green boogers... He also what? has, uh, he throws his glasses as an attack. I love that. <laughs> oh, takes off his glasses and throws there's them. There's a whole bunch of like, ridiculous ones in it. And then he gets his mate to like. That, that his stunt, no, it's his stunt double. Yeah. He gets his stunt double to come in and hold the person and then uh, beat them up. Uh, uh, he has a nut punch into them. Junk punch. Oh. Uh, hilarious. It's like Great. It's I, I'm here glad. Here that, it is. Here, come on. <laughs> I'm glad that. <laughs> I'm oh, glad. Jeez. I'm glad they're keeping some of the humour into it. Oh, dude, um, that, they, they, these dudes nail it every time. Yeah, Look, they do. Uh, he's just using mo- movie tropes. So it, it, Johnny was more <laughs> the uh, the serious fighter in uh, the last uh, game, Mortal Kombat 10, because he was the main part of the storyline. So he took more of a, a leading role. Whereas here, I just think he's, again, gone back to that smart-ass comic relief. Braden, can we go ahead to the uh, fatality, which the I think might end. be now? Yeah. I think we're in. Okay, so yeah. this might be the fatality. Yes. Here. No. <laughs> no way. Oh, no, it, it's coming. Here we Here go. Here we go. Finish him. Now, a take on the classic Johnny Cage uppercutting three heads out of someone's body. Like, uh, we see here. Yep. He so didn't he, like that take. Stu- he stuffed up a take. take Deadly two. uppercut. All right. And he stuffed up again. Stuffed up to again. Number three. Right. Stuck on his hand. Yuck. And he throws it at the screen. And then Amazing. flips it off. Oh, yeah. He, I didn't know <laughs> he flipped great. it off. So, Amazing. And then there's this bit. I don't understand what's going on here. I think it's just a highlight that he's, he's back being his comedic best. What a ledge. And finally, you didn't think we were going to get through news without me mentioning this. There was a little Pokemon Direct yesterday where we got Generation 8 of Pokemon announced. Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield coming to the Nintendo Switch. And we can see the trailer here. Hopefully this doesn't get us flagged. But it's uh, taking place in a new region <laughs> called Galar, which I think is heavily based on... Galar? Lund- Gal- uh, Galar? Or Galar? Yeah, flaming Galar? Shut up, Raider. Don't mock me. And we can see there that pocket, uh, pocket monsters, Pokemon don't appear in the wild like they did in Let's Go, which yeah, I find good. really... What? That's really disappointing. Nah, I like uh, um, whatever that thing's called. Random Encounters. Really? Yeah, yeah. they were I, random. I missed Random Encounters. No, I, I was a big fan of Pokemon appearing in the overworld, but oh well. Oh well, I guess. It's- uh, very excited about this game. Uh, it, it looks to be, yes, so a lot of a- complaints from people saying, oh, oh, it's more of the same. It's like, well, that's oh. what they've been very successful doing for the past 23 years. Truth, yes. Selling millions and millions how, of copies. How dare they do that? Um, so as someone who's into Pokemon, what... Me? Is this like is this part of the Pokemon lore or any of this? Yeah, stuff? this is, is the this official. Familiar? Yeah, no, is the, it familiar to you? Do you know what's going on? Well, yeah, it's the same old reveal trailer. So you see the uh, the different region in but the you, Pokemon world. Do you world. know this region or is that a new no, region? No, brand new region. Okay, so and these are new. Are the characters brand, new? Yep, this is a brand new starter Pokemon. So we just saw the rabbit, the fire rabbit. Now we is see the is water. We on that? No, th- this little invisible water tadpole. Oh man, that's so that's that's so Dreamcast that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I forgot these characters' names, but clearly, clearly the best uh, brand new starter is this little boy here. Hell yeah, rock! Here he is. Tapper. He's a little grass monkey. That so funky we've got a little, monkey. So we got a little green grass monkey. monkey. Thank you. 
So you're excited Thank about you. a little green monkey. Is Grass this the one you're going to go with? Is that what his that name funky is? Funky monkey. Ben. What? Grass monkey. Is yeah. this one you're going to pick? Yeah, I'm going to call him Beastie. Beastie. My little Beastie boy. Yeah, like yep. Teen Titans. I no. like that. Is it Teen Titans? No. That's no, you Beast meant boy. Beastie Boys. Yeah, I meant Beastie Boys. Oh. Because they did Brass Monkey. But it's oh. a grass type monkey, so I called it Grass but Monkey. But also... Because I'm witty. Beast Boy. I have the wit. Anyway, let's keep I'm one with the wit. I saw like memes of this. It's all about Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield, Pokemon Gun. Yeah, because <laughs> there's always a third <laughs> one that's released. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Expect lots and lots of me talking about it. But, Dan, did you know we have a Patreon? Oh, I did know, know that. Oh, well, <laughs> let me tell you about it. We have a Patreon over Quickly. at patreon.com backslash hack the dino. Whereas for as little at for pretend I can speak, a dollar a month, you can help support us and keep these very expensive lights on in this state of the art studio. That's right, we rely on you to support us so we can keep making you content. But you get something for it at the one dollar level. You get what, what do they get? They get uh, pre show, post show when we remember. In we're, our we're, private group. Yeah. Into our private Facebook group where we all talk crap about everyone who's not there because we're all awesome. Like the world. Yeah. Uh, you get Sell Me a Comic where Dan tries to sell me a comic. Which is just actually just a pure skit comedy. There's, it is, no, it there's, no, there's no actual comic <laughs> reviewing in that. <laughs> no, there will be one day. Uh, at the $3 level, you get the audio version of Dino More, which is our monthly nonsense anything but it's game. another podcast. Yeah. Us just that's not about a video game. No. Uh, but for $10 a month, you can join us live when the internet's working and join in on the show uh, and get that as it films. What about Weeby Brothers? Oh, uh, Weeby Brothers is for everyone. Oh, sick. It's too good content. <laughs> too we good. can't hide it from too people. Uh, so that's Hack the Dino over at Patreon. Look us up. Uh, while you're there, also look up King Kaiju Collectibles. For many years, King Kaiju has been travelling over to Japan and terrorizing the inhabitants of that small island. Japan. There, he steals all their priceless... Japan. All their priceless non-Street Fighter stuff. And brings it back here to give you, in exchange for money and services, just money. King Kaiju Collect... Oh. He's over in Greenlight Comics, Dan. Take it over. Come over to Greenlight Comics and pick up King Kaiju stuff. And I'd like to sponsor, uh, thank show sponsor Greenlight Comics for the green screen. I should. Uh, we should get a logo of them. Yeah, you really should push your own business. It's not like it's yours. <laughs> now, I mentioned at the top of the show that it is, uh, well, it's March the 1st as we film this. It is 22 years since this bad boy was released, the Nintendo 64. Oh, man, I can't believe you haven't done your annoying happy birthday. Oh, nah, Brayden. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. Shout out to the comedy button. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Come on, it's someone else's joke. I dug up this little oh, <laughs> green screen down. <laughs> Brayden, bring up the picture. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, you haven't got it on there, though. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. March 1997 Ooh, issue of Hyper there. Magazine. No, I can do it. Oh. Uh, so Why I thought it'd be fun to sort of go through it and uh, have a look at 22 years ago as the world was getting ready, as Australia was getting ready for the release of the Nintendo 64. What was happening? It's a little time capsule, if you will. Uh, Tim gives you. So the first thing here, we're flipping through it, having a look at some of the articles that were coming up. In, in your mic, Ben. Eat that mic, Ben. Eat that some mic. Some of the some of the articles. No, seriously, get in your mic. All right, jeez, Braden. <laughs> I can't oh, hear. You. What are you, a producer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> hold it. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got nothing to do. Well, you can look awesome. 
Try to anyway. Let me hold it forwards, then okay, you can tell. Fine. So we have here the uh, oh, what's nice. coming out with the Nintendo 64. Oh, you can see <laughs> that's why <laughs> you want to hold it, it, isn't screen, it? Screened out. Uh, you can see underneath the 64 there the 64 Double D, which is an add-on which was supposed to come out, which gave the 64 more power. <laughs> that's another reference from 1997 oh, let's, for let's, you. Let's make this one big. No one's going to tag us on this. One, I don't it? know. It's Nintendo. Yeah. Actually, yes, Nintendo. <laughs> I won't. I won't risk it. <laughs> Uh, so the 64 Double D was right? like an expansion no. thing. And uh, Majora's Mask was supposed to come out on it. Uh, it was supposed to be a lot more powerful. There's You can get them over in Japan. There was only a handful released in PAL version, and they're oh, very expensive now. Yes, yeah, the 64 Double D. There were carts that you put in. I don't own one of these yet, which is really, really oh, eating really? me up. No, I don't own well, a well, uh, Double D. Bit of a failure, aren't you? Not really, considering they're very expensive. Uh, but it also came with... I wonder if this is showing it here. Yeah, this is the modem cart. So as it flips around, you can see... What? Uh, it's a, uh, not a modem cart, sorry. It was a capture cart. So you can plug the cart into uh, a mouse. the mouse and uh, stereo and whatnot as well. So the mouse you can get. Uh, as I said, you can get all that stuff in Japan. Um, really, really awesome. Uh, then looked at a, another page here. Talent Maker. Well, we could do with that. I'll, I'll give it. <laughs> well, I need to read this, but uh, oh, do you? You can see here in the uh, 1997 issue of Hyper, they have all the cool websites you can visit. What are you playing, Braden? I don't know. This is just the continuation of the 64 Double D. Well, we've oh. moved on now. <laughs> oh, look, it's Reggie what? again. <laughs> Whoa, is that the me maker in like the? It might be actually. It's where they wow, may yeah, have started. It is. It is. There you go. Look at those what? eyes. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. That's let's... the me maker, and that's Michael Jackson. Oh my god! But this is like what? Are you saying that Nintendo just rehashes their ideas? <laughs> I think they kept that one in the cupboard and pulled it out eventually. Oh, yeah, I think they tried to hide. Anyway, it away. back to the internet of 1997. Uh, so they uh, go through some of the really cool sites that you can visit, like PepsiCo <laughs> and Star Wars. Hey, Star Wars the the website. Yeah, and then this one here, Mortal Kombat Live. I'm just going to read a bit out here. Yep, you read it right. Mortal Kombat Live. You've played the game, seen the film, and if you lived in the USA, you could go and see some clever people dressed up in Mortal Kombat characters beating each other uh, senseless. Or at least pretending to. What? The show features the real Sonya Blade, too. Or at least the woman who posed for the digitized Sonya in Mortal Kombat 3. Oh, my God. And you can check that out at http backslash... (laughs) www.webcom.com backslash shownet backslash mk tour. <laughs> Did you look that up? That, I haven't was, yet. Oh, that SEO is amazing. Can you uh, give that to Braden and see if he can look that up and bring it up and see if it's actually. Well, no, because I need this for the next segment, but oh. uh, we will research this because there's another segment as well. Uh, I doubt it's still going. Really. Uh, have a look. Just look for Mortal Kombat Live, Braden. Yep. Oh, this is something interesting. Uh, I'll hold it up if you want. Oh, we've got a, we've got a shot of this. Oh, we've got a shot of this one. Uh, one of the things that uh, the 90s in, like, gaming, there was no no laws, no man's land back in the 90s with gaming. Uh, it, it, you could pretty much do whatever you want. And rumor yeah, has yeah. it, a lot of the times, uh, people who got reviews of games or previews of games, like, were just making up what the game is off uh, Polaroids from a Japanese trade show. <laughs> Like that, That's what they were basing their review on. Um, you could also be a lot more risque in the ads. Uh, yeah. This isn't that risque, but it's one that yeah. uh, Nintendo had for the launch of the 64. Braden, if you could bring this up for the people who can't see it at home. Is this 
This one? Okay. No, that's the footage. I'm talking about the uh, the plane ad. Just just the f- one page. The one, one page, page ad oh, yep. saying, it's the best thing I've ever seen. It's a quote from God. Amazing. And you can see down the bottom. Well, you can't see down the bottom there, but out there, March 1st. Yeah, we blocked it off. But, um, yeah, that is pretty funny. They do do a lot of riffing onto each other, like the ads. We've got um, the other one as well. Yeah, we've got Jim. Earthworm Jim. Yeah, Braden, just bring up the Earthworm Jim. This is in here as well. God damn. Yeah, bring that up. So, uh... (laughs) Protect your worm from the evil pussy. Now, that's Evil the Cat, and you play Jim, Earthworm Jim, who is a worm. So, obviously, a play on words, but this is the type of crap that happened back in the 70s. He's back, and it's time he bought Elvis. Uh, this time he brought Elvis. Can uh, you imagine if PlayStation tried to do this? Well, there were other ones as well. The, the Game Boy had a whole uh, series of ones like uh, more Game Boy, more fun than a, a ferret in your pants. And it had like a kid playing uh, a Game Boy looking really pleased with himself and it panned down and there was just movement in his groinal area. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when back- sexism sold. Well, sold? Yeah. Sold. 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 No, he's a Dragon Ball character. Uh, there was also a review for Mario 64. Would you like to hear what the review of Mario 64, what the, what they thought way back when? What do you think this magazine, this hyper magazine thought of Mario 64, Dan? I think they would have hated it, considering all they do is Nintendo. <laughs> really? Don't they? It's hyper just all Nintendo oh, no, back no, then? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, I was more of a Mean Machines man. <laughs> Let's bring up a Mean Machines. Do you want to bring up Mean Machines? Yeah, bring up a Mean Machines quickly. Oh, there oh. it is. Mean Machines. Look at that. That's awful. Why don't we do more reviews on the GX4000? Paperboy, <laughs> he's mad. Moonwalker, he's, he's bad. Indy 3, he's bought his dad. That's pretty good. That As pretty dads, good, eh? we, uh, we can appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, get, get rid of that. He's dropped the bombshell there. I don't think people have uh, woken up to yet. On the main show, no. No. Dino oh, more. Yeah. Find out what Dan's referring. It's not his moustache. Uh, but we can see here in the severely green screened out <laughs> thing that I'm holding oh up. Oh, my God. The uh, review for Mario 64. Okay, visuals. 94 out of 100. That's pretty good. Very simple, but very clean with tons of style. Amazing. It's pretty clean. Look at it. Sound. 89. Lovable Nintendo music. Pretty cool with great sound effects. Gameplay. 95. Simple, but revolutionary. Now, you've got to remember, this is the first third-person uh, type game. Oh, Mario right, yeah. 64 was the very first of these games to ever come out. What, third-person? Yeah, over-the-shoulder 3D. Mario 64 was the very first game to utilize it. Are you sure? 100%. Uh, analog control offers great freedom. Long-term, 94. This will take you ages to get through. <laughs> Whether you'll come back, question mark. Uh, I heard on a podcast today that someone can do a 16-star speed run in 18 minutes. <laughs> so, Yeah, good one, Hyper. Yeah. He's talking to that bomb. Overall, 95%. A benchmark in video gaming. Nintendo 64 finally delivers the goods. Finally! <laughs> finally delivers the finally. goods! Well. Finally! Hasn't even launched yet, and this was the launch title, but Nintendo 64 finally delivers those goods. Uh, Dan Stall will I find the next piece I need to yell about. What? <laughs> we'll talk about you ever play you skipped this generation, didn't you? Yeah. What did you say you want me to do? Stall. Oh stall. That's alright, I found it. I, I managed to stall for myself, don't worry. Hey, you remember cheats? I do. One thing I used to love about magazines like this are the cheats. Yeah, that was the same with me with the meme machines. I have the, the cheat section. And here's the cheat section here. It goes for 
One, two, three, four, four pages. Four pages of cheats. And, so, and back then you just had to rely on. Hopefully, they had the game that you had in the book. There was no internet. There was yeah. no looking. This is how we got our information. That's and right. With away from the UK. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you legitimately had to go. Well, I used to flip through in the news agency and uh, see if any of the cheats that I wanted were there until I realized you can take a pen and piece of paper and just write it down while you're in the news agency. Oof, I would have loved that. But I did like. Anyway, uh, what, what's, a, what's a game you like? Did you used to like uh, Street Fighter Alpha 2 for the Saturn? Uh, yeah, I had that actually. Well, if you wanted to play Akuma in a super turbo outfit, <laughs> you go to Akuma, press start, then let go. Go to Adon, Gen, Sakura, Rose, Sodom, Dan, Guy, Rolento, Sakura... Rose, Birdie, and then back to Akuma. Then press and hold start, then press either a punch or the kick buttons. <laughs> okay, this is... All to get a costume. We get the idea. Yeah, anyway, cheats are awesome. My favourite things out of those old magazines, they used to have like the weird shop pages. It just had, you know, just heaps of text, which was just like all the games you could buy from the UK stores, and you just read the names of them, and they're like, I've never heard of that game. I've never seen that game. Because we're in Australia, we hardly had anything. No. Uh, here's, here's one of the things that I, I liked back then, but now they're just... Oh, I just love these segments so much. Uh, letters to the editor. <laughs> Yuck. I'm going to read out a couple. No, one. Two. Give me two. This is getting tedious. Okay. <clears throat> All right, two. Dear Hyper, I would like to contribute to the PlayStation Saturn Reader War. I do not have either unit. I own a PC. <laughs> Good on him. But I do, however, work in a computer game store. This <laughs> this gives me a non-vested interest un. Uh, unbiased opinion this letter is not for people who have a playstation or a saturn and want a letter supporting one over the other i leave the my consoles better than your console to the 10 year olds in the schoolyard i will give some facts to people who are thinking about getting one or the other i will not include the nintendo 64 on the debate a console actually has to be out in australia for me to consider it technically the saturn is a better unit it has the extra graphics processor and blah, blah, blah. He goes on about the specs. I just like the pretentiousness there that we can now all get on the internet. What is, but it what did is, mention... What has Braden found you? I uh, found it. What's well, well, this, Braden, before I go on to the next letter? This is the Mortal Kombat live show ad. For the ad? Yeah, this is the ad make for the Mortal screen. Kombat no live No one's going to care about this, eh? No, we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, yeah make it full screen. Stupid it looks. It looks rad. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. That actually looks amazing. It's the best show I've ever seen. Best show. Do, 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 that looks do, cool. Do, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> it looks like one of those um, like robot cafes. Yeah. In Japan. Live tour. That's so good. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Oh, man. Can we get a DVD of that? Yeah, I love that. Aiden. I'm sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, this is my favorite letter. Uh, I lost it now. Oh, my God. This oh, my is, God. This is like you reading out hey, your Hey, Dan, how you doing? Pretty good. Good. Here we go. I found it. <laughs> this is the Sega Saturn PlayStation War. <clears throat> Dear Hyper, I'm going to show you in this letter how superior the Sega Saturn is to that pathetic excuse for a console, the Sony PlayStation. The executive of like, Saturn. <laughs> Sega. My friend recently purchased a, dare I say this horrible word, PlayStation. And was constantly complaining to me how he couldn't save anything on most games because he needed a memory card. All I would say in reply is, Saturn comes with built-in memory. 
He would. All, he was also telling me how he couldn't use the PlayStation on his older TV because he didn't have the RF unit that he would, and that he would have to buy one. Once again, all I said was, Saturn comes with an RF unit. <laughs> the Sega Saturn has all these things built in and sells for $400. And the PlayStation has none of these things and sells for $400. It would cost the average person $500 to get a PlayStation and an RF unit and memory sticks. Whereas you can go and buy all of them on the Saturn for $400. I rest my case. Well, that's it. Sega it's, Saturn officially won. It was so good how, like, officially won. fake all those letters were. They're, like, you reckon they're so, fake? Yeah, because so, so many people have, like, come out in just heaps of magazines from around that era and just said, yeah, we wrote all the letters. Like, Dolly Doctor as well. Oh, yeah. That was all just written by their staff. All right, last thing I want to talk about uh, before we move on to sort of what you and I were playing back in 1997. Um, yeah. They have a pen pal section. Now, this is before... This is just when the internet's taking off. Oh, my God, I thought off. that we'd gone down the pen pal. I thought that's what it was. No. <laughs> uh, the internet was just taking off. Uh, so, you had GeoCities were yet to rule reign supreme over the internet. Uh, so, people were still advertising for pen pals. So, I've got one here. They, they've got a full list in the back here where you can send in your details. And they actually put in print your name, your full name, your and your address. <laughs> Sure, why not? So, uh, I'm looking for pen pals aged between 16 to 25. I like watching movies, listening to most music and going to the cinema, playing games on all systems and surfing the net. Write to, write to Paul at 14 Flower Street, Elizabeth Downs, 5113 South Australia, or email me. Um, so, Brayden, no. can you email Paul? Can you, uh, can you look up his, his Facebook? We'll just put that on the screen. Uh, <laughs> acedadelaide.sanet.com.au all right, we'll get in contact. We'll get in contact with Paul and see if we can say g'day. Check on our uh, Facebook and Instagram later to see how we went. Yeah. <laughs> Bounce back. <laughs> anyway, that was 1997 in magazine form. But a lot of other stuff went on in 1997, didn't it? It, it did. It, was, um, it is coined as one of the best years in gaming, apparently. Oh, only one. One of the best. You, you've changed your tune since, uh, since this morning? Well, it's the best year in gaming. No, it's not. You know, that's 1998. Why? Penny Why? just sounded like a child. Uh, excuse me? No, it's not. Sega Saturn won the war, all right? What? Uh, 1998. Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Starcraft. Metal Gear Solid. Half-Life. Resident Evil 2. And Spyro. But Resident Evil 2 is Spyro. It's a classic game. Hey! All right, Spyro, you would, would you have mentioned Spyro if there wasn't the remake of Spyro just recently? I would have, for me, because Braden's in the room, and I've got his back. Yeah, all right. Um, well, I'm thinking of more games that, like, you know, shape the whole genre, and it was a couple oh, of games. Because, well, so Pokemon and Ocarina of Time didn't shape But there have been genres. already been Pokemon games out before that. No, they hadn't. These were red and blue. These were the first Pokemon games. Ah, right, so that's, a, that's the only reason you care. No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, dismiss my argument. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was sure shown. Why don't you go play your Sega Saturn? I don't like Sega Saturn. I do have one, though. Um, anyhow, so I think... Well, anyhow, after all that... Um, he's leaving. Oh, he's going to get my Sega Saturn. I said I had one. Keep talking. Yeah? You're very easily distracted. Um, 97. You were talking about games in 1997. Why are you bringing that up? 
because we were talking about it. Go. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I got games in 1987 that um I think like shaped a lot a lot of stuff. So I'm I, I'm just gonna do it. first up. I'm gonna do one that I just liked. Yep. Um. So Prosciutto Blade came out on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is I've got this the ad here. Um. I'm. Do you reckon we could just play this in full screen? Yeah, it's no from the nineties. Yeah. So what um we really liked about this game, it was like uh, it's a fighting game where you fight with swords and that. But what made it unique? Um, if you timed your your hits right, you can ki- a round could last like 0.5 seconds. You could kill them in one hit, kind of thing. If you hit them in the arm, they lost control of their arm. If and, and stuff like that, it was really unique and it was a really good fighting game. They went on to do Bashir Blade too. Yeah, I really like that one, but that's not why it's good. Second up, um, game that came out in 1907 is Carmageddon. Um, the reason I'm mentioning this one... Come, 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 Yeah. The reason I'm mentioning this one, um, this you. game, um, there was a lot of controversy behind it. It got on the news in multiple, multiple countries uh, as this violent game where you run people over, graphic violence, to the point where, like, everyone knew about this game because of its its marketing. And, it, and I think a lot of games after that, like, went, oh, you know what? We can just get free marketing if we make it super violent. The only thing that's violent about this is that horrible gif that's up in the top left-hand corner <laughs> of that <laughs> guy's guy. face. Look at him. The thing is, hey, like, he... Um, he's the original oh. Twitch streamer. And the thing is, like, if he, like, if you hit a wall, he, like, slams forward and stuff like that. So he reacted to what you did. Oh, footy game. <laughs> um, so this caused a lot of uh, controversy and... um. Many people are. Even my wife was like, is it that game with the car where you ran people over? That was on the news. So that one came out. Sec- uh, next one that came out in 1997 was um, Final Fantasy VII. So Final Fantasy VII came out. This was the game that brought the JRPG to the Western world. Um, well, it popularized it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, brought it to like the masses. Um, many people were playing this. Well, I'd go to people's houses and they were playing it. I didn't understand what it was. I still don't quite understand it. Um, I, it wasn't, I didn't understand how it worked. But this game shaped like the whole RPG genre after that. Um, this game was huge. Films came out, Advent Children. Yeah, it's still going to the, to, to the day. So that I, one came out. I do want to say, though, the battle system is very reliant on what Chrono Trigger made. Like, yeah, Chrono, yeah. like the well, Chrono Trigger system oh, was heavily first, copied. It's not the first game to do this. It was just the first one that broke into our market and into the mainstream of Australia and the world. Yeah. Um, next one. GoldenEye came out on the 64. Yes. So Played this game recently? You did. It does not hold up well. <laughs> um, so what made this game unique was the four-player... Four um, really? I think what made this game unique is Pierce Brosnan's chin there. Why is it sticking out? Oh, yeah, with you the mouth that? bit out the Look side. at his you mouth. You cannot unsee it. Look at his mouth. Brayden, can you see his mouth? Yes. Can you see how it is to the left-hand side there? Look. There it is. Anyhow, uh, so this game came out. What's what, going on? What, what really popularized it with a lot of my friends and a lot of people is the four-player um, death matches and stuff, which hadn't yep. really been done on a home console before. They did it really well, and people still love GoldenEye. You always Slappers only. Odd job. Um, the next one that came out was um, Grand Theft Auto. The original GTA. This the, was a game. The OG GTA. Um, no coffee in this game. There we are. Got, it, got a bit of footage of it. So I got that as, joke, ben. as we know now, what was this game you were saying recently? Uh, Grand Theft Auto was the highest. GTA self- 5. 
GTA Five highest selling one ever. Highest selling game ever, and this is the year the very first one came out and started it all. It was really hard to play because it, it, it zoomed out when you got faster, and it was like quite sickening, as you can <laughs> see. Look at you getting out there, getting your, your mission, getting back in your in your car. So that came out, um, and I remember playing this heaps when I was a kid, like uh, with the old, the old kids around the neighborhood. Next up. The old kids around the neighborhood. Yeah, next one is the old kids. Mario Kart 64 got released. Plenty of old kids have played Mario Kart 64 for many an eon. Uh, once again, popularized by the the what's it, the Nintendo 64's four-player co-op. Um, yeah, and also just a really uh, was this one the waggle. The waggle, the first waggle to. Uh, yes. So this one, when you uh, go around drift. the corner, yeah, you drift around corners, yeah. you get a boost. Yep. So beautiful game. Um, Everyone loves it. So many people have fond memories of it. Although, now, still going. Huge franchise. Mario Kart 7, 8, uh, or whatever It's, uh, I think, the best-selling title on the Switch. Um, yeah. Uh, but were you a person who liked Mario 64 or the Super Nintendo version better? Um, did 64 come out in this same year? I mean, uh, Mario 64? Yeah. I meant sort of the Super Nintendo Super, uh, Mario Kart. Super I Mario kind of Kart. like the Super Nintendo one. So do I, but I think that's because we're old. Yeah. Uh, but no, this was definitely a revolutionary I, game. I not, uh, also, Mario Kart 64 came out, but I haven't, I'm not mentioning that because we mentioned it earlier, mm. obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, next one is Gran Turismo came out. Uh, so Gran Turismo, while not being the first kind of racing game, is it was the game that really brought the ra- the racing to a lot of people that had weren't console people. So this game made a lot of people buy consoles. This game was very, very strict with its... Um, so everything was in this game. Like It wasn't just you could just drive and go Mario forward. was in this game. He was in it. Um, you had to, like, you had to like, you know, start your weight of your car came into consideration. You had to get licenses, everything. It was such... It, I think to this day it's even more gnarly still than anything. Because like, you could just fine-tune every part of the car. Every part of it was in it. And a lot of car heads got into this. And a lot of people I know just had a PlayStation and this game, and that's all they played. So it brought um, a more, more and more of these car people to the PlayStation. Um, next one. First release um, is was uh, Fallout. So the very first Fallout came came out. Look at this like ridiculous footage I've got coming up here. That's great. Look at what you we love the character like shoot the guy. <laughs> so the very first Fallout, we all know what Fallout is. So this is the start of the f- whole Fallout franchise. I think 1997 Unbelievable was Unbelievable lot- that there's been 76 of these games. Yeah, I know. I think the 97, I think what makes like, is there was a lot of starting of huge franchises as well. And then last, I just want to mention, this may be not as... I'm, I'm going to start and end with like ones that I really liked. Um, last one is Blood came out on the PC. Do you know they had to bring out 29 uh, volumes of Fallout each year to get up to 76 by the last yeah, year? Yeah, it was, it was Did gnarly. you just math that? Yeah. yeah on his phone. Um, so Blood <laughs> what? Blood came out. Um, this was in like, you know... Blood was cool. Blood was one where you killed the mimes. Yeah. And yeah, so here, this is the first level and there's dynamite as your weapons. This is the first actual... So Blood was all about gore and dismemberment and and quoting a, Shakespeare in, in a different way to Doom was though like it was this real kind of gothic but r- lots of humor you had like one of your one of your weapons is a voodoo doll that you stabbed and stuff like that it's um this is your flare gun so you shoot them with a flare gun a couple of times and eventually they uh they catch on fire and run at you screaming and stuff like that look this pitchfork <laughs> an eyeball on the ground and stuff like that so 
this one came out. It also had a really good multiplayer thing, which I ha hadn't really... PC land gaming was really... This is like the real early stages of it, and people were um, um, landing blood with like... Uh, and uh, stuff like that. For those of you who are Braden's age, a LAN or a LAN party is where you packed up your entire desktop PC, took it around your friend's house, and networked them all together with a cable. A, a local area network. <laughs> so you could uh, grab uh, MP3s and uh, share, other things. Share, and share, share naked way. lady pictures with <laughs> yeah, each other exactly. without having to wait 45 minutes for one picture to download. <laughs> or you could just get them in ASCII. At ASCII. Yeah. But yeah, so those um, and this is only just I'm just lightly going into this, if you know what I mean. Like, so I, I personally think that 1997 was one. of... There are so many more I could have mentioned, but this show is going to run way too long. If it I already is running very, very long, so we're going to go straight into Dan versus the world. Bugger the viewer questions. No, we'll save that for next time. Oh, look at this! You hey. turn, your, turn your light on, Brayden. Hey, doing, gang? I'm getting there. Hello. Hey. So the new anime. This looks so profesh. Well, it's much better than you coming over here and trying to squeeze well, in. Well, yeah, I also don't have to remember my mic. <laughs> Can you hear uh, our mics working? I've got you perfect. Sick. Okay. So, uh, basically, Dan vs. the World, I have three songs from somewhere in video game history. I'm going to play the first five seconds of that song. Dan's going to ask a question, then Brayden's going to ask a question. They're going to do that five times. At the end of the five questions, they each guess which game it came from. They can try and guess beforehand, but if they get that wrong, the point goes to the other person. Now, Dan, you're on nine. What? That's not in my notes. I am. And the, and world... the world is on 13. Man, I'm losing. <laughs> the world is catching up majorly. So, Brayden, do you think you can uh, further the world's lead? God, no. <laughs> Confidence. That's yeah. what we like in our millennials. <laughs> Under our thumb Don't and worry, constantly apologising. Don't worry, Braden. Even if you lose, I'll give you a trophy. Thanks, man. <laughs> okay, here we go. Song number one. Yeah. Um, what genre of video game would you call this? Uh, I'd call it a third-person adventure <laughs> shooting zombie thing. Oh. Okay. We got enemies out of that. Sweet. Oh, uh, Brad. Uh, what console was it on? Uh, PlayStation, I believe. Okay, maybe two. PlayStation two, maybe. A PlayStation. <laughs> okay. It was on a PlayStation. Dan, question number two. Well, that's a great clue. It was on a play. It was on PS five. <laughs> um. So what is it? Um. What did you play? What was your protagonist? Ah, uh, he was a man. Of course. I think. It's definitely a human. Maybe a man or a woman. I think I know what this is, and I think you just got something wrong. Oh. I think I know what this, this game is. You definitely played someone with two legs. Fair enough. Brayden. So, it, so it's not a dog's life? No. Um, uh, is it part of a franchise? Yes. Yes. Can, I, can I hear a bit more of it? Uh, I'm sure. going to make sure. If <laughs> Oh. Go around again, Raiden. We'll Raiden, number three. <laughs> All right. Um, have we mentioned it the show? No. Okay. I knew that one. <laughs> Dan, question number four. I'm going to take a stab at it because I think I know what it is. I think I know really? If you get it wrong, the world goes more more ahead. I don't care. Okay. Um, is it Silent Hill 3? It's Silent Hill 3. Oh. How did you get the three? I thought I had you with that one. Damn. No, I just, know that I just remember the song. It's the opening song of it. Oh, really? I really liked oh. it. Yeah. I mean, yes, of course it is. Okay. Did you know 
Yeah. That the lady who sings that song is a voice actress as well. She is the voice of um, the major in the standalone complex, Ghost in the Shell. She's a voice actor of all animes in Naruto. Oh, sweet. And she Damn. sings songs for anime, for video games and anime and does intros, and she's a voice actor. Wow. Do you know, if I was a nice person, I'd give you a point for that. I don't but know I'm that. not a nice person. I can't remember her name. All right, we're 10 versus 13. The world's still ahead. Brayden, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Song number two. It's a rubbish song. Who chose this? <laughs> Dan, question number one. <laughs> Amazing. Um, what, what, um, what console? Oh, uh, PlayStation. Man, you really organise as you wake yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so busy. Right, I'm going to change my question. All right. Um, what genre of game is it? Uh, it? It's another one like the previous one. <laughs> so, action, adventure. Yeah. Shooting things. Okay. Um, who are who are you playing as? <laughs> Person. Oh, really, dude? Really? I tried to go away from like the Nintendo games. Yeah. <laughs> I see now the folly of my plan. Because you don't know them. <laughs> Dan, you play a police officer. Okay. Dan. Um. What, um, what company made it? Uh, Capcom. Oh, you know that. You know I know that. that. Brayden. Okay. Um. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, what is your main enemy type? Uh, zombies. Okay. Dan. Oh, you just gave it away. Well, he asked. Mm. Is it uh, Resident Evil? I need the full title. Resident Evil. One? Yes. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, man, you scared me. Hey, God damn. I was like... God damn. It was just called Resident Evil, but, you know, I, I wanted to make you sweat. Oh. Wow, so that's two in a row. Damn. So, Dan, you're Dan, now on 11. Like, the only game that's like Silent Hill that has zombies. <laughs> on the PlayStation? On the PlayStation, made by Capcom. Yeah. There's no other answer. <laughs> All right. See if you can uh, see a theme. Number okay. three. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see. Yeah, this is a kind of a zombie game. No. Um, what? I'm trying to think of a question I haven't asked. What do you... What... Is your weapon? Uh, it's a laser gun. Pew, pew. <laughs> okay, that didn't help at all. <laughs> you can ask for a cryptic hint. I got a good Ooh. one. Uh, is it the first in a franchise? No. Dan, question number two. What? Uh, um, what's this cryptic hint I've heard uh, about? I don't know if I should tell you, but I'm rather keen to do so. Brayden. Oh, I know it is. Oh, <laughs> wait, no, I, I was like, oh, I know what franchise, it oh, wait, I don't know which one, I don't know any of those at all, because I don't know anything about them. I thought uh, I recognized it. was it released? I thought, you know, it's really good for me. I thought I recognized it, and I've only played one of them. Oh, really? 
Uh, oh, I can't be sure, but I think 96. All right. So you're a bit out of luck there, Braden, because you weren't born for another year and a half. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Dan. I'm trying to guess. Right. I don't want to, Clean sweep. I don't want to Clean lose. Sweep. Clean Can sweep. Can you do it? He's a Commander Keen. Full Four. title. Full title. Goodbye, Galaxy. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Clean sweep for McGuinness. Play, play more of it. I love it. We've been Hack the Dino. A fortnightly nonsense pop culture talk show where we dance a jolly jig to these wonderful melodic tunes. You can see more of us over at hackthedino.com or on youtube.com backslash hackthedino over on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino. You may even want to check out Spotify or SoundCloud or any of your iPod apps. Or all the links are in the description down below. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a privilege and a pleasure to celebrate the 22nd birthday of the Nintendo 64. And I got a three-run streak. It's going to be mine again. We'll be back. Ugh, I oh. found that in the rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in another fortnight. It was bitter. But be sure to subscribe and like this video and share it because we do have content going up all the time on our YouTube channel. So be subscribe. sure to check out now. Subscribe. Click that subscribe button. And we'll see you here right. next time. Damn, you timed that perfectly. <laughs>